This episode is best enjoyed in stereo. Hello, and thank you for tuning in to Barely There Theater, where we present theater to you, barely. Up this week, a play. There will be a brief message after the play is over, so stick around once the show's done. Now sit back, relax, and please enjoy Beckett in the Dark. Hey, you know, Paris, France, August, 1942. I recall a man in France. We had turned off the Avenue d'Orleans down into Cour de Vey. Alan, Belinda, and I were coming back from the cinema. He was late. Quiet, too. We couldn't help but see him. We had all silently hoped to continue undisturbed, but as we were about to pass him, he stopped us. I don't remember what he or we said, but it led to me pushing him down. Then he plunged a knife into my chest. The blade split the difference between my heart and lung, and I lived. His name was Prudent. A few months later, I got to ask him why he stabbed me. He told me, I don't know, sir. A man named Prudent didn't know. He was disturbed. Hopefully. Think of it as a blessing. Uh, You're getting stabbed, let us back together. I don't know, sir. Samuel? Huh? Let's not dwell on these things. Let's think happy thoughts. Of? I don't know. What's happy to you? Think of that. Happy to me would be being out of this box. Happy to me would be a single source of light. Happy to me would be the downfall of Germany. She couldn't have left a candle. If it would make you happy, let's leave. We can't. Why not? We're waiting for Godot. Do we know when he'll get here? If we do, you haven't told me. It should be any minute now, right? Could have been many minutes ago, too. Natalie closed us in here and said... And said, what did she say? I wasn't paying attention. Neither was I. I thought you were. I thought you were. This is no good. One of us needs to pay attention or neither of us will get anywhere. To what? Sorry? Pay attention to what? What? (sighs) Nothing. What do we do now? We wait. Let's pass the time. How do you propose we do that? We could tell jokes. We could. Do you know any? I do, but none come to mind. There once was a man in Nantucket. Or riddles, perhaps. Said the writer. What then? If no jokes come to mind and riddles are unavailable... Undesirable would be more apt of a word. Who's the writer now? That's not writing, that's editing. You don't create, you just improve. Someone has to. Why not do both? You tell me. You're the one who said unavailable when you meant undesirable. I meant what I said. You used the wrong word because you saying unavailable makes it seem like riddles are out of reach. But that's not the case. Riddles are available to us. We just don't want them because cultured people don't know riddles. When was the last cocktail party you swapped riddles at? I can't remember the last party I attended. 
there's nothing you can remember. Summer had just started, but Germany hadn't yet arrived. It was in Alfred's apartment. Natalie was there, her husband. All of us together sharing some drinks before the end of the world, and we didn't even know the difference. The windows were open, and the breeze blew through. I can see her smile through the smoke as you laugh at a joke. We were all happy. Didn't someone spill a drink on me? You spilled your drink on me. <laughs> That's right. I'm sorry. It's, uh, it's funny to remember. It was funny at the time. You just don't have a sense of humor. I do, too. It just takes me a few years to get it. That's all comedy is. Tragedy with enough time heaped on. Ugh. What's wrong? I just need to get comfortable. There's nothing to be done. It's impossible. <laughs> Sorry. Right. Uh, there. Isn't that better? No. You don't think so? No. Nor do I. I've remembered. That's too bad. No, no. I mean, I remember what Natalie said. She said we were to wait in here, and the next person we would see would be Godot. Did she say what he looked like? I don't remember. What he'd sound like? I don't remember. If we don't know what he looks like or what he sounds like, how are we supposed to know it's him? How many Godots do you know? None. One soon, but none now. She said he would knock first. That's polite. No, she said it would be a pattern. Like a song. Or was it a certain number of times? What's the difference? It was definitely a pattern. What's the difference? Or did I think of a pattern when she told me how many knocks it would be? You're overcomplicating things. Huh? She said she would knock seven times. No, she didn't. Seven? Who knocks seven times? My arm can only do three before it gets tired. She said seven. You're sure? No, but neither are you. I've remembered something else. She said he would be here at nightfall. I thought she said he would be here tomorrow. No, he'll be here at night. How are we supposed to know if it's day or night? He should have been here by now. I suppose there's the sensation of nights. He'll be here at any moment. I'm hungry and a little grouchy. It must be dusk or dawn. Will nice never come? Said the man in the dark. we waiting? For our ferryman to come and bear us away. I know that. I'm as Why are we waiting here in the dark? Maybe there are more patrols than normal. Maybe they're doing random sweeps. I'm sure they have their reasons for shutting us in here. You know what they say about bad ideas and good intentions? I don't think I do. What do they say? I was hoping you knew. resume the struggle. We could play a guessing game. Where I know the answer and you guess, or the opposite? Neither. We guess together. Where's the fun in that? Neither of us know the answer. It's the joy of not knowing. Pick a question. Hmm. How long do you suppose 
we've been down here. An hour? An hour? Maybe two, I'm not sure. It's been at least a day. Not nearly a week or better. Do you think? Positively. It would explain the smell. The boredom. The gnawing hunger. The boredom. Nothing happens. Nobody comes. Nobody goes. It's awful. Untenable. Unbearable. I can't go on like this. That's what you think. This is the longest hour of my life. So far. I worry if we leave, that we'll be old and gray. Our lives will have been wasted here in the dark, and there will be no time before us, only behind. And we'll have thoughts of millions of years ago when we were happy and had the sky above us, hand in hand on top of the Eiffel Tower. And we'll wonder why we ever spent so long waiting for Godot. And we'll laugh. Because it's been so long that it's funny now. Laugh or cry. Oh, my dear. We have time to grow old. Well, that passed the time. It would have passed anyway. People aren't meant to live like this. Under the floorboards? Under fear. The air's grown heavy since Germany came to France. It's suffocating. At least we have the rations. Was that a hint? All this waiting has me hungry. You're always hungry. Good thing I have a solution. That's not our food. She won't miss it. What's this? Turnip. We can't go through her food. And why not? She's not the one trapped in the dark. Radish. She won't like it. She'll get over it. She can still move her arms or legs. A missing carrot won't kill her. Besides, Natalie said we could help ourselves. What's this? She said we could help ourselves to the apples, potatoes, and bread. She never said anything about radishes or turnips or whatever else you may find. We're here to hide, not find. I'm not having radishes or turnips. I'm having what I'm pretty sure is... A carrot. That or a very ripe potato. She won't mind if I have one carrot. Although I might need another. Do you think our host would be horribly offended if I have two carrots? If they ask... You'll what? Because if memory serves, loose lips are the very reason we're locked in a cupboard. We don't know that. And it's not locked. Oh, don't we? No, it could be a coincidence. That Robert finally joined the resistance, and within a week, our leadership was captured? Strong coincidence. You've never liked him. And for good reason, apparently. We don't know that. He was too eager. It's a resistance. We're all eager. Not like him. Just because you have a feeling... He was always curious about who... Who was delivering the message? Who was the message getting delivered to? Who the message was intended for? More interested in learning names than saving lives? Just because we're desperate for everybody we can get doesn't mean we should open our doors to anyone with a pulse. He reeks of Germany. He's a messenger. It's his business to know these things. Our cell was good. We didn't have any leaks. None of the other cells had any leaks. It's only when... You don't know that. You don't. Just because some new person joined the fight? Yes, we've all been working for years with no problems. Suddenly, the answer to all of our problems appears. A way to contact London. And we're supposed to accept that at face value? Someone may have been picked up. Someone may have been bought off. Someone may have made a mistake. A mistake that will cost how many of our lives? We have no way of knowing, and you know that. Open it. Open what? The door, the hatch, whatever you want to call it. I need air. 
We can't. Why not? We're waiting for Godot. Then it'll greet me in the fresh air. Move. We can't. No, no. You told me it's not locked. Open it. Suzanne. Fine, then I will. Please don't. We just got comfortable. You told me it's not locked, and I'm in the mood to prove you wrong. Open it or I will. I think we need to stay calm. <laughs> it turns out you do have a sense of humor. Any moment we could be betrayed again. And you say we should stay calm? We barely got away last time, and now... Who is it? Don't know. Natalie? No. I was followed. Make no sound. Guten Tag, Officer. Ich habe nicht angeklopft. Ich hoffe, es macht Ihnen nicht Spaß. Uh, kein Problem, Officer. Sie hatten es so eilig. Sie wirkten beunruhigt. Als Ordnungsfutter eilte ich Ihnen zu helfen. Ich habe vergessen, dass ich den Kessel angelassen habe. Ich wollte nicht zur niedergebraten Haus zurückkommen. Dann geht es kein Problem? Nein, nur einen Ga Gedanken, Osterfolle. Es wäre über einen Widerstandskampf in dieser Nachbarschaft berichtet. Zum letzten Mal ein paar Blöcke nördlich von hier gesehen. Ich muss nervös sein. Vielleicht habe ich die Sachlage falsch verstanden. Was das so sein sollte, werde ich sie in Ruhe lassen. Ich werde das begrüßen, Offizier. Ja, Offizier? Das ist ein schönes Bild. Woher haben Sie das? Ich muss gestehen, ich weiß es nicht. Es ist schon so lange in der Familie. Wahrscheinlich ein lange verloren Tante. Darum liebe ich dieses Land. So viel Kultur, so viele Geschichten. Meine Familie hat solche Erbstücke nicht. Aber hier in ihrem Flur hangen einige unbekannte Kunstwerke. Vielleicht werde ich ein Stück Geschichte mit nach Hause nehmen. Und daneben ein Familienporträt. Eine schöne junge Frau mit ihrem Ehemann. Sieht für mich ein bisschen jüdisch aus. Wenn ich mir das so ansehe, bleiben Sie einen Moment dort stehen. Sie sind nicht auf dem Foto. Das bin ich. Das sind Sie? Ja. Ich frage noch einmal und betone. Ich mag es nicht, angelogen zu werden. Sind Sie da? Ich bin Gracias. No, 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 Sie tun they're gone. I agree. Well, shall we go? Yes. Let's go.
In the spirit of presenting history accurately, some disclaimers need to be made. Much of the preceding story is true. In 1938, Samuel Beckett was stabbed by a pimp named Prudent. While he was in the hospital, he was visited by Suzanne Duchavo Dumanil, who had heard about the scuffle. During the criminal proceedings, Samuel asked Prudent why he stabbed him. Prudent's response was, I don't know, sir. Samuel dropped the charges against him. Less than two years later, Germany invaded France, and Samuel's Jewish friend, Alfred Peyron, was captured and sent to a concentration camp. In response, Samuel and his future wife Suzanne would join the French resistance and work to undermine the occupying Nazi regime. Their cell, and many others, were identified by a Nazi double agent, Robert Olisk. Robert was a Catholic priest who earned a Nazi officer's salary, in addition to bonuses for each spy whose capture he ensured. During the month of August, Robert helped ensure around 80 agents were captured. Samuel and Suzanne had a near escape and hid in Nathalie Sirot's home until they were eventually transported to Roussillon, France. Samuel Beckett would write Waiting for Godot seven years later. Where this play diverges from reality is in the setting and the conclusion. There is no evidence to support the idea that Samuel and Suzanne were locked in a tight and dark space for days on end while they were hiding in Nathalie's home. Furthermore, there is no evidence to validate the existence of a man named Godot, nor his execution in the parlor. Thank you for listening to this month's play. The goal of Barely There Theater is to create plays and entertainment for people free of charge, anywhere they want, anytime they want. Subscribe to us for mostly weekly updates with new audio plays, rehearsals, and whatever else might come up. We do ask that if you liked what you just listened to, consider donating to us at our website, BarelyThereTheater.com. And if you're in a position where you can't afford to donate, that's okay too. Consider passing this episode along to someone who you think will enjoy it. Get a hold of us at our email address, feedback at BarelyThereTheater.com, or leave a comment below if you're listening on YouTube. Tune in in the upcoming weeks for a behind-the-scenes look at the rehearsal process of the play you just listened to, where you can hear the growth, bloopers, and whatever tangents we may spiral off into. Once again, thanks for listening to Barely There Theater.